and Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. I almost forgot my last name and I haven't even started drinking. So How's it going, Lise? It's pretty groovy. Pretty, pretty groovy. Nothing's changed over here. My life is smooth sailing, super easy. <laughs> uh, not a cloud in the sky. How about you? Well, you're clearly not in PA because it's been raining cats oh, and dogs. Lucky. It actually was overcast this morning. but uh, And I was wearing a hoodie this morning, even though it was like 67. But like, it was chilly. It was chilly. I'm still in my slipper socks because I was a little chilly. Speaking of uh, cats and dogs. Yes. Should, should we, we uh, introduce, introduce our, <laughs> our very, <laughs> very, very special guest? I feel like we're honored to have this person with us today. And that is... Mrs. Moxkey, welcome. Hello, Allison Cult. How are ye? <laughs> Pretty great. So, what's new? Oh man, oh man. Got a new last name. Had a big party. Got a new baby. Um, and those are pretty big things. That's pretty huge. I have to say, I have been reflecting on your wedding for this past week, and. It was such a great experience. Like, it was just a fun party, but also a great experience to witness you getting married to the love of your life. That was magical. But all of the little details that you thought of and did, and it just made, it was such an enjoyable evening. It was great. It was it was truly magic. It was awesome. I, li- I listened to the BFF recording. Were you all very slap happy the day, the morning after? The morning yeah, after? Oh, it's definitely. Well, that was the, in the evening when we got home. Oh, oh, goodness. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> That's um, why my drunk laugh. I was like, oh, bully. <laughs> I was so so because all I have been doing, I told Jess, I'm like, I'm never, ever going to live in the present moment or look to the future ever again. I just soaked in the fucking memories of our wedding nonstop. It was so, so good. And I was surprised that other people like Lauren reached out and said the same thing. Like, and Brittany did. The Britney impersonator who like made it a fucking party. She's like, I can't stop thinking about your wedding. Like it was her first wedding, which is crazy because I can't believe she's not getting booked every like for a gay wedding every single day of her life. But yeah. And I think it, it really added to it in that just like everyone who has had a wedding, I assume like it does go by in kind of a blur and not just because I'm drunk. Like apparently right after my wedding, I didn't even hear the super offensive thing that Rafi said to me that I just told him not to tell me what it was. Cause why, why? But yeah, I, we had the day before to party with y'all yeah. and the day after to like unwind and take it in. So I think 
if it was just like that day and then it was over, I'd be like, oh my God, what even happened? Yes, but like, I we really that- got time with the loved ones before and after. And I, I think that that was like clutch in just being able to really soak in all the goodness. No kidding. I didn't even think about that. You really lucked out and maybe it was part of the plan or just like an accidental benefit, but staying at that mansion for that amount of days where like you can be bookended and like soak in all of this and like reflect on it and prepare for it and all of these things and not have to just like get the hell out of there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That That was, that was exactly our plan. I told Jess, since we both have like some social anxiety stuff, I told her like, initially we looked at LA properties that we would be able to like stay at the night before. Cause I'm like, I feel, I feel very uneasy about just like arriving to this new place with a huge crowd of people and just like standing there. Like, I think it would help both of us if we just felt like we had the lay of the land, like we were in our own space and tried to think of like people's houses that would be able to accommodate a wedding like that. And we couldn't. So I'm like, I really want to try to find, you know, a mansion in the area that we could do that with. And then we like ended up finding this place. And so it was like, so it was luck and intention. We just got really lucky that we found a place that number one was for that whole weekend. It cost as much as it would have to get a place for one night in like LA. Crazy. So we got very lucky to find a place that was. uh, And to accommodate people from out of town. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, it was just, it was in such a weird location. I thought, man, what a random place. And then when you're there, it's like, yep this makes sense this makes sense it was so fucking perfect yeah i'm glad y'all had fun yeah oh for sure and i i appreciate you including us on the rehearsal dinner night too like that was like such a a nice added extra thing that we got to you know be with you another night um to meet your family and stuff i mean of course i've already met julie but to meet your dad and to meet your brother and jess's family i was very neat well, we need you guys there because otherwise we're just with our families and <laughs> neither Jess nor I want that. Like I said, if we could just have invited, of course, my mom, my mom's the only one who I wanted there. Obviously, I love her so, so much. Our relationship is perfect. But I mean, you being there was instrumental to having a good time. Oh, that means a lot. It was it was a very fun, fun experience. I'm just then Rafi got there and immediately drops a beer and <laughs> within his oh, first two minutes. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get to that, that in shout true. outs. Oh, Willie. Okay. Well, I feel like there are so many experiences. Like I had my own personal experiences where like my fucking shoe broke. Oh um, yeah. I took a picture of your shoes. I'll yes. show. I'll sh- they were in the trash. <laughs> I left them there. Cause I'm like, they're now going to be part of the folklore of this mansion or in the trash. I wore expensive shoes on Friday. And then after seeing the terrain, I was like, I'll just wear my cheap shoes. I can't see it that well. <laughs> they're in the trash. They're in the garbage there. I really could luckily did not eat shit because there are so many levels and stairs and uneven terrain that I really could have done some damage, but luckily it broke in the grass. So it just felt like I was sinking. I was like, where am I sinking all of a sudden? It's like, oh, this isn't quicksand. It's actually my shoe just fucking the heel just broke. Did you have any was no. it just bare feet from there on yeah. out? So then wow. it was bare feet from then on out and the up like where your guys is where we ate was super super rough and hurt my feet so bad yeah. but, so i was just like ah. it's gravel so, all it is is gravel driveway yes. and then like everything else was like nice and smooth but it was just like oof, i got some you know i get a pedicure often so i you know i don't have uh i don't have tender feet as didn't uh, build up the calluses sh- shout out to you paul but like oh my gosh yeah so there's that and then also i went to a funeral on saturday morning so getting up early and driving back home to go to a funeral that was like 
I was kind of like not. I know I've proclaimed I'm here that how much I love weddings, funerals, baby showers. I love all the life experiences. So I got to have two in one day and I tried. So I did not cry at the funeral. I tried really hard because I wanted to keep my makeup good for your wedding. Oh my God. But in all honesty, like it was a really nice service and like I'm glad that I came home for it. And it was. I thought of that. You had to go all the way back. That's I think I drove for like five over five hours. Jesus. That's fucked. totally worth it. And like how nice to have this beautiful wedding to end it on was like perfect your vows were beautiful the scenery was beautiful just it was just such a positive experience i mean it was great it was, i loved it that's I hope good you we're able to love it as much as uh, i think we all did yes absolutely yeah. oh no we only got 10 minutes left I know. I like am i gonna have an opportunity in shout outs to just thank everyone for coming oh, of course okay i don't know if i should do that now or shout out time we can do it all throughout the show whenever you want to do it But on this episode, we will talk about the Monday show with Jim Florentine and the Thursday show. So much snoring, Tony's new gal pal, B-Hole Hughes. But first, let's talk about those shout outs. Lil Rafi, do you have shout outs? Boy, do I. To everyone that came out to the wedding, Demian and his wife, there was Scott, which I totally forgot to like text him like, you're coming, right? Like I knew he... Like weeks before or whatever, I texted him and he said he would, but I forgot all about it. You know, we're flying from the other side of the country, so we got our own issues. Okay. And then Trice was there. Paul was there. Uh, Joanna showed up. Jen. Uh, I dragged Lauren with me, even though she really didn't want to go. I forget who else was there, but uh, Lisa, you were there. Um, got to see our old pal, Victoria. Honorary so, yeah. fan. Yeah, everyone was uh it was great seeing them and i feel like i didn't get to like say goodbye to anyone like we left before trice woke up lisa you showed up and i was in the shower shower. (laughs) uh i don't know why you didn't just grab a towel and get in because that's your mo but i'm glad you didn't i was waiting for lauren to give me the go ahead (laughs) yeah i don't know i i feel like i like I, i don't recall saying goodbye to jen or maybe i did i don't know it's hard to say. I don't know. Well, Jess um, just meandered her way into your room unannounced, and that was sort of an accidental goodbye. Otherwise, I don't oh. know how we would have. <laughs> yeah, that was fine. But, we could have uh, been doing yeah. anything, anything. And we were. We were trying to nap. <laughs> we, um, we wanted to get the gifts that were, because you guys were in my, par- my formerly my parents' room. And so we wanted to get our gifts to go through those, and Jess just barged into their room. When Rafi well, was pantsless, and uh, I could have, I could have locked it, but you know. Anyway, he, um, uh, encourages intruders. But that's why we said goodbye because yeah. you were already in bed and you were getting up early, and we wouldn't have seen you otherwise. And also, shout out to whoever edited the episode because even though I was mentioned twice, I don't think I was heard at all. I heard which... you in the round table for like half a second. I think you said, like <laughs> rumbled something. And like I said, I didn't want to record anything during the wedding, so my wish almost came true. Oh, yeah. And then also, a special shout out to Trice, because as soon as we showed up, you know, we we hug, I have a beer in my left hand, and somehow that beer ends up on the ground, and I was like, oh my god, Trice! And I was like, this was 50-50. Next time, I'll put the beer down before I go to hug someone. It wasn't his fault, so I'm sorry, Trice. 
And that was but the it definitely too, which was like was not just like, me dropping a beer like a clumsy Butterfingers. I'm pretty sure um, I saw you like trying to smash it on your head. You forgot it was glass, and then just went everywhere. I well, saw that I, too. I had just watched all the Jackass movies right before the wedding. So, you know, I was uh, in the mood to do stunts. Um, I think that's all my shout outs. Superfan Mrs. Moxky, do you have any shout outs? Oh my gosh. Shout out to everyone who came, especially those who traveled far. And I guess to everyone it was traveling far because you did five hours of freaking driving yourself (laughs) and you live in SoCal. (laughs) It means so fucking much. Like, I think I mentioned a couple podcasts ago you guys are my group of friends i don't have a group of friends otherwise i haven't had a group of friends since high school and just the fact that y'all came from near and far was so meaningful and trice oh my god you're a sweetie sweetheart just as obsessed with you he really did a lot of uh helping the morning that we left um to like condense all of the leftovers and to clean up and stuff like that he was just his very sweet, normal, polite self. And it was unnecessary and yet not surprising that he was helping us out so, so much. And yeah, thank you so much for coming. And I appreciate all who came to support us. And I'm, I just am sorry I didn't get to spend more time. Like I thought about, honestly, when I imagined my wedding, I was like, I'm going to be on that lounge furniture and like just chilling with the BFF people the whole time. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to have a podcast on my wedding day. It's going to be awesome. But like, you know, people are, you know, Demian's fucking driving from San Francisco and I like barely saw him. And then you just feel guilty. Like, oh my God. You know, at least with my Wisconsin friends. It's hard to. It is. And I didn't really imagine how much time we'd spend up by Brittany. That took up a big chunk of the night. Like I wanted to be up there and you know, that was a special part because there wasn't a lot of just like downtime during after dinner, really, without Brittany being out there, unless I was too That's drunk true. to notice. No, if she was there for a long, I was like, wow, she's still going. I did not realize it was going to be such a long. She did eight songs. Did That's she- like the max she does. And I'm like, OK, if we're flying you out from the East Coast, yeah, let's just have you. Oh, I did not realize you flew her out. We wow. flew her out from Virginia. Wow, That's amazing. Wow. From Norfolk Airport. Yes. Wow. Well, is that all your shout outs? And shout out to all who, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this in my voicemail. I got some gifts from peeps who couldn't make it. And I appreciate that so much also. And you will get a thank you note. I don't know when I am so fucking tired. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, so grateful to be done with this planning process and i'm like oh my god now there's like thank you notes and all these other things we got to do in the cleaning up we have all of our wedding shit in here we have like our big uh fucking thing that was on the chuppah and we have all this other stuff to put away and i'm just like oh my god it never ends no it doesn't but planning a wedding that's no joke man i mean elizabeth did all the heavy lifting honestly i i think we all like separately were like just noticing what a great job she was doing and mentioned it to her because she I did know a great job. I heard really that on the last podcast and yeah. I'm I'm so happy you did that because I just am glad other people noticed and yeah because like she she was the fucking backbone of all that that was well worth it I don't think yeah I did not have a planner and I would have loved to have had something like that where I'm not the one trying to orchestrate getting more alcohol that we ran out of during my wedding but yeah I can't imagine what she has to go through. Like, I feel like Justin and I were pretty laid back in all this, but can you imagine oh, like God. No. someone who really is invested in like, if you're on the br- bridezilla side of things, like just yes. managing like 
you know, familial relationships is something she says oh, she's God. done a lot. I'm like, listen, just so you know, Jess's mom uh, could be this way. And she's like, oh my God, I, that's like, that's one of the main parts of my job is to just mitigate family stuff. Oh and it's gosh, like, like you're therapist. not a therapist, <laughs> you know, but hey. Oh my gosh, that alone, because I feel like it leans more on the side of being more bridezillas than there are not. So probably I'm sure she has to deal with a lot of like walking on eggshells and catering to like, kind of craziness where you're like okay you said you wanted this and i did it and now you're saying you want this and acting like it's my and it's like oh my gosh i yeah that's yeah her vibe was always like when something came up it was always just like oh my god oh my god i'm so sorry b b b b b and it's the smallest thing and i'm like we don't fucking care but i'm sure she's just always on the defensive of like oh my god what kind of reaction i'm gonna get i just need to pretend like i'm because allison had the opposite where they're like no that ship has sailed. Sorry. No. Yeah, that's so weird. I, like, huh? I can't even imagine. That was so weird. Yeah. She got a shitty planner. She really did. So anyone who is ever going to get married in the SoCal area, reach out for her information and hire her. Bitch. I'll do my shout outs really quick. All right. Shout out to the TNC. I'll get to see some of you very soon with some additions from England. Can't wait to see you. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Glad you're not floating away in the uh, in the. Uh, shout out to everyone that went to the wedding, Lil Rafi, Lauren, Dr. Jen, Trice, Paul, Joanna, Scott, Demian and his wife, of course, Maggie Pooh and her beautiful bride, Jess. Shout out to Julie and Kevin. Finally got to meet Kevbo. Shout out to Ray Morgan, Dr. Angela, Z Mary Jane, Tamara Holler, Ulysses, Lee Bruns, Leanne, and uh, Whitney and Von Carmen's Olive. I do love the fact that like, you are our family. Like, and I think it's rad that you feel that way because i feel the same way and it's like when we were all together that weekend it just felt like it was supposed to be you know like it just it made sense it was awesome so one thing that we were doing the very first night you gave us a tour of the mansion which was like super awesome to go see all the different like little nooks and crannies and all of us as a group kind of the first night we sat in like each room and kind of sat in I don't even think it was on purpose. It was just like, we kind of like moseyed from like one to the next. And of course we ended up in the bar at the very last part of it where we had, you know, really great conversations and met some of your friends. But yeah, when we recorded the group, we all went into the mansion after you guys got married. And so we all just did like our little recording in there and it was like kind of perfect. That's right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't remember. I don't remember so many things. And one of them was like, I heard myself come in on the (laughs) podcast and hear and see you guys. And I was like, oh, should I? don't remember that either (laughs) i didn't think i was gonna drink that much but then so many people were there and i got so stressed out and anxious i'm like guess i am gonna get drunk because i don't want to deal with these nerves yeah it's so hard not to but also it's hard to balance it because obviously like there's the nerves there's the drinking there's like maybe you forget to eat there's it's so many things yeah and you don't want to be blackout on your wedding right like i I know that i know that happens to some it does happen to some people (laughs) I mean, I remember throwing up out of the back seat of a car in a parking lot. So, I mean, I guess I wasn't totally blacked out. That's true. So there's that. I I just heard this year, though, my friend Amanda was like, yeah, we're pretty much kicked out because if you're like, oh. (laughs) You were kicked out of your own wedding? No, out of the bar. We went bar hopping after. And so I went bar hopping in my dress, which is like the biggest mistake. Or also. I love that. It's really something that if you want to get free drinks. Get a fucking wedding dress yeah. and go out bar hopping because people were just oh my gosh. shots and that's very yeah, funny. I was plowed. Oh, I didn't get plowed that night though. 
Anyway, do we have any BFF hotline calls? Boy, do we. We've got two from an especially thirsty BFF fan. Oh. And I think we've all heard this voice before. Hi, it's Julie Parkansky from Wisconsin calling in. Just thought I would touch base and let you know we just got back from the absolute wonderful wedding of our daughter, Megan Parkansky and Josh. Matsky. Now it's Megan and Jess Moxky. Hope I have that right. Uh, wonderful weekend, beautiful wedding in California, and I met a lot of some really great friends of Megan's. They were all wonderful. So we are home. Good to be home, but it was great to go. And I will be checking in again pretty soon. And oh, by the way, I did listen to the Packers play on the way home in the airplane, and I nearly had a heart attack, but at least we still won. Go Pack Go! Bye, everyone. I totally forgot to shout out your parents. I was shocked that Julie knew who I was, and even more shocked that Jess's mom knew who I was. I didn't know that she knew who you were. She (laughs) said, there's the infamous Rafi. I'm like, what? (laughs) Oh, you're Jess. building up his ego right now. <laughs> Jess, Jess, Jess must be talking about you because the infamous Rafi. Wowzers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to the phone calls. Who could this be? Well, good morning from the great state of Wisconsin and the Green Bay Packer country. We are very excited today is game day. Also, I want to say to all the Allison Rosen fans that I met out at Megan and Jeff's wedding, you are all the sweetest people on the face of the earth. I enjoy talking with you, and I am so glad that I was able to meet you. Hope you all have a great day. Watch the Packers win. Go Pack Go. Hi. Julie, I love you so much. Oh, my God. I just... Love you. I have to say, I did have a nice long talk with her on Friday night about her calling in. And I said, we need a weekly call from you. So apparently we're going to get it twice weekly. I love it. I want more Julie. We, it just needs to be a regular thing. Oh I do have gosh. to say, when I met your dad for the first time, the first thing he said to me was, oh, you're the cheese girl. <laughs> yeah, I witnessed that. I was like, that was awesome. I'm like, yes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was very, very So my mom must be one of those kinds of people where it's like, oh, yeah, come by anytime, anytime you feel like. And then every day she's just like, I'm here. (laughs) You said anytime. Yeah, I half expect her to pop into my garage right now. Just underneath the garage door with like some cheese curds ready to watch the game. That's funny. I'll watch the game with Julie Parkansky. Tell you that much. She's a nightmare. Oh, uh (laughs) she's really hard to watch a game with. You think I'm bad, Rafi? Where do you think I get it from? I'm like half as bad as Jules. <laughs> I've never been ar- around you watching the game, but I've heard it because definitely games have started while we were rec- recording. So then like, I've kind of like heard it, but I've never know. been around it. Is it bad, Rafi? Is this what if, you told her after she got married? <laughs> if it's not going well for the Packers, there's a lot of cursing. And okay. So she's like a fan. Smack in the couch. Attic. I think I'm, I feel like I'm more obnoxious when we're winning than when we're losing. Oh, I get, yeah, I get, you do, you do a lot of yelling also. I get to screech like, in. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're talking shit to uh, professional athletes who could <laughs> squash you like a bug. Um, good thing they can't yeah. hear you. Anyway, if you would, if you would like to call into the um, 
Julie Parkansky hotline, the number, as always, is 818-BFF-0732. And uh, I think she has that on speed dial. It's number one. Use it, Julie. (laughs) I think she might have put us under poison control. (laughs) I have to say, before we talk about Monday, one more quick extra shout out. I already shouted him out, but shout out to Trace because he brought his recorder. I was just going to do voice memos and just kind of like do drive-by recordings with everybody. And I'm glad he brought the recorder, but he also, he mostly edited, he edited all of the material. And then I kind of like piece it together with like the songs. And I did go through and cut out some more of the the ums and stuff, but he definitely had like a better ear and eye on some of the things that we were saying that probably should have been cut out. So he did. And I do thank him for that, but also just doing the heavy lifting. I appreciate that very much. Shout out to you. Always great to hang out with you. All right. Shall we talk about? Actually, really quick, what's your tell us about your new dog, Maggie Pooh? Because you talked about it, you briefly said it, but like mm-hmm. tell everybody uh, the lowdown on your new baby. TLDR, we need to stop following our rescues Instagram because we see the cutest dogs on there and we can't resist. But we got a new dog. She's two years old. She's a mama, nipples a flailing, and she's so sweet. She's like the opposite of mouse, so it's a good balance. And it is, wiggly buns. it is an audio podcast, so this isn't helpful to anybody. Well, but that's Bean. That wants to subscribe to Patreon can see Bean and Mouse. Amazing. Oh, and now Chloe, yeah, too. We, um, oh, yeah, I'm wearing Chloe's shirt. I got this. Mm-hmm. I wore this to go get, spoiler alert, not spoiler alert. I wore this shirt two days in a row. I actually kind of just got up like 10 minutes before we started recording. Um, but her <laughs> name was Coco. And I'm like, that's oh, a stupid name. But this yeah. foster has had her since July. So Jess is a genius. And she's like, how about we start calling her Coco Bean? And then we oh. start blending that into speaking. This is so Moxley. Hi. She's on the reg. Oh, that's oh. fun. I will be in a couple days. Tell For the her. whole Tell podcast her that. to hear. She's just in a sort right now. And, oh. we are, and we are tender towards that in this household. <laughs> I'm bloated. She's all yeah. Oh, at least it's this week and not last week. True, true, true right? True. Oh my Did god, you we plan it that way because I plan all my vacations around stuff. Now, no, I looked into getting an IUD though because I wanted to stop getting my period, but it was oh. too late, and we just ended up being lucky. I still might get the IUD though. I don't want to get a period anymore. Yeah, it's nonsense. I'm supposed to get mine in a few days. I can't wait. But your dogs are so cute. I got to meet Mouse, and she was like a perfect dog great temperament just well behaved didn't bother me that she licked me like she was a dog that i liked that's good there's one and that's i think good. i'll love bean too especially because my beloved dog frijoles aka beans is kindred spirits i'm sure oh but yeah she's like so easy she reminds me a lot of chloe she's just like she's happy to be there except for she's like warm and doesn't like hate you oh she i loved means- chloe she was a sweetie too but i know yeah. Maybe she's not just to very, everybody. Beans is beans is low maintenance, just like Chloe was. Super cute. I can't wait to see your Christmas cards and Hanukkah mm-hmm. cards. Yes. All right. Shall we talk about Monday? All right. J- uh, Jim Florentine was back. He's the host of Everybody is Awful, which I'm surprised Rafi hasn't started this podcast yet. But have either of you heard this at all? Or do you care about Jim Florentine? No. <laughs> not personally. Well. I know Jim Florentine, well, obviously from Crank Yankers, Mm -hmm. but also from that metal show, which they talked about briefly. I forgot about that. I used to watch that 
all the time. But his voice is so synonymous to me with like a certain time in my life. Like I hear it, I just feel like it's back to whenever that is the early aughts. I don't know what it is, but it's just like I think it is Crank Eggers, even though I wasn't a fan. It's just like something about his voice just brings me back to that time. Yeah, he is someone who I like when he's on because he is very like he's not afraid to talk about anything. Like he sure. was on when he was like going through his divorce, and I think for some reason him and Allison kind of work well together, but. As far as like his his work, I don't really know it that yeah. well. I agree with a hundred percent of what you just said. I do like the way they are together. I like him on the show because he like keeps it going and he will talk about anything. He doesn't shy away from that. But he also seems to have a real like honest like opinion or self awareness of himself. Like, oh yeah, I'm this or that or whatever. I was like I said, I was never a fan of crank kickers, but I'm curious to know what your relationship is with crank calls crank anchors or and or telemarketers or one more thing or pranks like getting like you know getting pranked or pranking people super fan let me see two thoughts came to mind the first was that i did some prank calls with jake and kellen some childhood friends when we were like 11 and we would call random numbers and talk in accents and say we're selling porcelain bunnies and there was one woman who was like oh yeah like blah 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 blah. she went along with it and we were like oh my god what a stupid bitch but looking back I'm just like oh she was fucking with us you think yeah I didn't realize that until I was an adult and I'm like oh I thought I was so smart like and that this stupid bitch wanted to buy a porcelain bunny but I guess she was on to us the second is the thing that I started doing with telemarketers recently is like or I don't know about I feel like there there is a differentiation, albeit like a slight one, between people who are telemarketers and people who are scamming. And True. I just feel like they're kind of molding into the same thing now. And so when someone's like, ooh, a- Apple is calling, you have a virus and you need to pay BB Bop. I, I'm like, oh my God, yes, thank you so much. Um, I'll buy whatever the highest package is. Let me get my platinum credit card. And I just stay on the phone as long as I can, like giving them false numbers and being like, I have like a million dollar credit on this. I don't know why it's not going through. <sighs> so I just go through like, I'm I, I'm so glad they called and yes, take all my money. And then they end up hanging up on me. You should be recording this because I've seen those on TikTok where they go through the whole thing. And it's just like hilarious to use that back on somebody else. Like, I mean, by the way, this is a Seinfeld too. Like he's done the same thing, very small version of it, but I don't get telemarketing anymore or scam calls, but how? I don't know. It's been a it's been a while. I think I'd probably get more like bill collectors, but <laughs> TBH. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I it's weird, but like I remember the day of like I feel like it was always telemarketing was the only people that were calling, but I never had like it's like I still worried about like how I've, oh I'll I have to be nice or like I have to like whatever like I feel bad if I do that. but now it's like no I actually did something with with my mother in law and this guy on the phone almost got I was like not even I was falling for it almost got me to get him to give her, him access to her computer like <laughs> she was trying to return something. So they had, you call a number and this guy just went us down this path where I was just like, yeah, just do this or that. I wasn't even thinking. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, no, cut. no, this is a scam. And the guy's like, this is a scam. What are you talking about? I'm like, I got all mad and like hung up on me. I'm like, oh my God. I was just totally fell for it. Cause I wasn't thinking. I was just like, yeah, just, I was just trying to help her. Like, yeah, just do this, do that. I don't know. And then like, wait, 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 what am I doing? I'm giving you like 
access to her computer? <laughs> no. Yikes. So back like way before the Jerky Boys, they were so smart. But like my brother and his friends used to call and record crank calls like before Star 69 and before caller ID. Like life was so much more simple and fun. Mm. But I do remember thinking I, I loved hearing the crank calls. Like that was super fun to me. But so when Crank Geekers came out, I thought, oh, this might be fun. But like watching it, it's really boring to me. Funny you mention that. Actually, one time me and my friend were bored and I had GarageBand on my computer and I hooked up the microphone and I changed my voice to like a girl's voice and we Uh called our other friend (laughs) and we were like, aren't you like short and chubby? And he's like, no, I'm I'm tall and skinny. And then we was fucking, we were just dying laughing because (laughs) we know him and it's like, you're not tall and skinny. Anyway, but I decided to listen to... terrorizing telemarketers seven which seems to be what jim florentine was on promoting and i thought it was going to be a laugh riot and it was just kind of dumb like Mm. the i think it's because of your age and like that's just not like our humor anymore or is it just like it's a spent topic I don't know. I think they were just bad calls because <laughs> the ones that were funny, uh, the one that was funny was he, he mentioned it on the show where the guy, like the supervisor was on the line and he kept saying, no, it's pronounced roof. Not, we don't say rough at this company. And he ends up saying you're fired to the guy. And that's the part that was funny. It's like now the supervisor and the guy making the call are the ones like arguing more than Jim Florentine's doing anything. That was probably the only funny one. And the one about the fiance where the fiance is cheating on him with the friend. uh, I didn't finish listening to that. I'm like halfway through it, but it's not really funny. It's just kind of like, why am I listening to this? (laughs) Yeah. It's not particularly funny. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. So I won't be listening to terrorizing telemarketers one through six. Okay. Good to know. And I'm not a huge fan of pranks either. I think that makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like doing them. I don't like being on the receiving end. I think the whole thing is kind of like, eh, not my thing. Like April Fool's Day, pass. Pass, pass, pass. (laughs) I'm with you there. I don't, I think most pranks aren't funny. Yeah. It's like, eh, I'm I'm good. I'm all caught up. In the spirit of like, I I know you have a hard out, Megan, soon. So like, I want to be able to get to Thursday, but really quick. Jim Florentine never masturbated until for the first time until he was 21. And this is like mind blowing to me. And like, apparently this has all to do with the church and like, you know, the holding them, holding the person down. But uh, so when did everybody here at first do it? <laughs> mm. Rafi, go first. Rafi's mute button got came off so quickly. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, well, someone's very eager to talk about this. Surprising to me. But go, um... go ahead, caller. Also, as a good Catholic boy, uh, I'm waiting for marriage. Marriage? No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. Was your family Catholic, Ralph? Uh, like I like to say, uh, we're Mexican, so you're born by Catholic, proxy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same with me. I did have the shame, but obviously, I think if anybody has heard my mental illness happy hour episode, knows that I started at five. So, Maggie Poo. I gotta tell you, I think it might have been past twenty-one. I just took a sip and almost spit out. I had to suck it in. <laughs> I think I had like, let me think. I think I had relations. It just never occurred to me. I must not have been like a super sexual person. Mm, yeah. 
because it didn't I, occur to me until I started being sexually active with women. And then after I became single, I was like, well, what is this bullshit? But, and then it just kind of occurred to me like, oh, this is yeah. a possibility. We could be doing this this whole time. Like when yeah. you're bored or whatever, like, oh, yeah, it's I remember like, something I can do my whole life for like the past, I don't know, two years. though. <laughs> Just kidding. Since I was hey, five, TBH has been not stopped. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. This is too much information. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> you know, there's a, a recording of me out there too. It's a two-parter, possibly three. Of a lot of stuff that I don't remember what I shared, but it's out there and it's in the hands of somebody that we are not friends with anymore. So mm-hmm. it could come out. It mm-hmm. truly, truly could. But yeah, it's definitely something that I enjoy. And I think as a kid, like, obviously it was fun because it was a new, new and exciting. And, and I wasn't suppressed by religion, which is like, I guess, good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely helped in my uh, quieter times over here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. Shall we talk about anything else for Monday that you guys wanted to get to before we go to Thursday? I wanted to bring up this abortion phone call. Okay. Because I, so I was listening while I was kind of, I've been going into work on the Metro and I was listening to it where like, I think I was kind of going in and out of it, just mentally zoning out. Yes. And I want to know for sure, did he end up saying any details about the things he said? Because from my memory, he was just like referred to it as like, he said, you know, someone was having an at-home abortion. That's basically all I think I heard. Roughly. Okay, we needed, there needed to be follow-up questions. Yeah, Someone I called agree. the motherfucking EMTs. Right. Like, how in-depth, how long was this conversation? Uh, and what did he say? Someone literally thought someone's life was in danger. Yes. I like how they just, like, <laughs> just happily went out to get some food. <laughs> like, well, we had that little phone call. Now let's go get some food and come home to, like, a door broken down. <laughs> That seemed weird to me. Like, at first, I'm like, ah, he's kind of a dick, but, like, he's fine. And then when he told the the abortion story, I'm like, I think you gone fucked up. Especially since he also, like, didn't have any feelings about it. He didn't. But also, I felt like Allison was like, why would they do that to you? Like Allison was was on board. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, she didn't ask. She didn't ask any. Like, I ask some follow-up questions see what the fuck he said mm-hmm. yeah no yeah i 100 agree rough if i'm not mistaken i feel like he said this last time he was on but how do he I didn't go remember? in depth this oh. much or maybe i heard him on a different podcast so i don't like you lisa i don't get any like telemarketers or anything like that the the last person who kept hounding me and hounding me was actually from the union that I was in at my last job. Oh. And I foolishly, you know, they sent me some card that's like, there's like some kind of life insurance that I get because I'm in the union. Oh you my know, God. I fell for that back. fucking thing too. With my it's husband's. Like send send yes. this back and we'll send you the information. And so they wanted me to get onto a 45 minute Zoom call with them so they could explain the benefits. And I was like, so how much is the life insurance for? And they're like, $4,000. And I was like, okay, I don't want it. And they're like, but you already have it. This is part of your ben- your benefits for being yes. in the union. I was like, okay, well then I, I don't care. Like $4,000 is not enough money to change the life of whoever I'm going to give this to when I die. 
And they were like, well, you say that for you, but what about this person? You know, there's funeral expenses and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like telling them, like, no, you don't understand. I fucked up. I shouldn't have sent this back. I don't want this. And they were like, okay, but, you know, you have this anyway. And I'm like, it's fine. And then so we, we get off the phone. Fucking, like, literally... 15 minutes later, a different person would call me and be like, hey, we're calling about your union benefits. And I was like, I just literally hung up with this guy. And so this went on for months. Wow. And finally, this lady calls me and I was just sick of it. And I was on the phone driving home from work. And I was just like, listen, I've told you people many, many times. I don't want this. I fucked up. I shouldn't have said I wanted it. And I don't even work there anymore. And you make me wish I was dead. I had to tell her. I am driving home from work right now. I don't even work at that job anymore. So I was like, I'm driving over a bridge. I wish I could just jump off of it. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, I had to get that extreme for her to leave me the fuck alone. I was like, you people make me wish I was dead. Stop calling me. And then she was like, okay, sir, you got this blah, blah, blah. And like, like wow. I'm the asshole. I'm like, bitch, Rafi, you're fucking harassing me. You're a genius. Guess what I did? I had an in-person meeting with these people <laughs> in oh my, my house God. with Mike and like a whole thing. And then you know what they do? They ask you for all of your relatives things because they're like, we're going to give them each a thousand dollars benefit. Mm. So give us their number. This I thought this was like a legitimate union thing. So now my family members are getting phone calls. <laughs> That's what oh, I thought. Oh, failed. Big stamp of failure on my forehead. Oh, God. I should have just said I wish I was dead. That's even better. <laughs> That's oh, pretty funny. So great. That's a phone call I would have loved to hear. Yeah. Shall we talk about Thursday? Yes. Yeah. Meow. We were her little vegan pumpkin pie parfaits sent in by Angela D. Is this our very own Dr. Angela? I think it might be. If not, it should be. Um, upstaging me and my wedding carbs i dare you have to agree with this so i was the first one to do a wedding carb and then paul did i don't don't know if there were any more but i do have to say this is a mini shout out to lk pumpkin pie parfaits and then they're vegan so it's also another shout out to lk but yeah i think i sent in leftover super fan wedding pie Mm-hmm. And, yep. and paul sent in uh, yes. philly cheesesteak empanadas yes which... i love that you did that i went back obviously i had to go back and check out what you sent and i was like oh that's pretty i was clever. so bummed because i was like i'm definitely gonna send in super fan wedding cake the week of and then i it was the one week that i forgot to send a carbon i guess i had uh some other stuff going on in my my uh my home and household but i was like fuck and i'm like wait a second i can do an after the fact one <laughs> Because we got to get, you know, we got to get you included. But I was so happy that she sent out a congratulations, even though she didn't pick our car. But that was the main thing. We wanted you to get congratulated by Allison Rosen. I know. Just even, I had just listened to it and she like almost cried. And then she ended up listening to the Thursday episode, which she doesn't always, she doesn't always, uh, well, I think she rarely listens to Allison's show but she did and she was also super stoked that jackie was on like when i first started dating her it was when jackie was coming on semi-regularly and she loves jackie that's awesome well i mean she can join us if she'd like if she's not too under the weather but i have to say i did love so it was jackie tony and daniel and i feel like this is a banner episode for a lot of reasons that we'll get into but the last time jackie was on little rafi this was our last lost episode together 
that we recorded, no one gets to hear our take on colorful a-holes because it was your going away dinner and we were driving and recording talking about the color of assholes and it got lost. I don't know if you remember this, but apparently that's how long it's been. Uh, I don't remember this because every other convo we have is about buttholes. Uh, they all bleed together. But that's together. just about you eating them. That's not about colors of them. Well, we were going to dinner. Oh, <laughs> nice. Jesus Christ. A Michelin brown star. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good shit. That's oh, funny. <laughs> oh, wow. That was um, okay. A Michelin brown star. Was that the name of the last episode? No, this is going to be that for sure will be the name of this episode. Amazing. Have you heard of perennial vitamin D intake? Like sunshine boy, to the buns? I. I said, boy, have I. <laughs> this is a brand new way to introduce vitamin D to the butthole. Would As opposed to. <laughs> what are the alternate ways? Oh, wait, I guess butt chugging D. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Um, Allison said, do, do have I been putting vitamin D in the wrong hole? And it's like, well, you know, she's been asking for it in that hole for quite a while. I mean, little Rafi's confronted the situation. So soon enough, yeah. I think, is this an LA thing? Like aiming your buns to the, to the sky for nutrients? Uh, I am not aware. I'd be afraid I would get sunburned and then it would be a different color for sure. I don't spend a lot of time in the sun, but I could see oh. that being a thing. I love the sun, but I don't put my butt up for that. <laughs> Sun's out, is sun's it, out. Is it like straight up you really try to get it on the hole? I is guess. that a real really? I guess you would have so you'd have to like spread out and like aim. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know. Rafi, why don't you um as if you haven't already Google it? So from the tiny amount that I know about this, isn't oh. it perineum and isn't that the taint? Oh, you're right. So, so you're mm. actually sunning that. <laughs> that little strip of uh, flesh Whoa. that Whoa. is often unseen i'm sure there's love... drone footage out there of oh, some yes. of this some accidental Plenty. drone yeah and then some on purpose I, I think i wonder like are you absorbing it better there because it's so like I, okay well i guess i want to know more but i don't at the same time but they all seem to be like not like surprised by this thought they were just like oh yeah okay but I do like how she said vitamin D straight in the shoot. <laughs> Jackie's great. She's great. I know sometimes like I've had like my, I've gone back and forth on her, but like she's, she's great. Oh, speaking of anuses though, before we get off of that topic, apparently RJ City posted a tweet about rim jobs and it's like, is he listening to this show? That's my question. <laughs> Ruffy's all silent. So when he was on one of the times I named the episode Rim Job City because when I hear RJ, I immediately think of Rim Job. And everyone else is like, I'm, I don't know. No, not me. This is just me or everyone. It, it's uh, just me, apparently. But maybe it's that. Um, well, maybe I look up. I need to look up this tweet. But anyway. What did he say about it? I don't know. But uh. I, you know, it, Rim Job's enough for me, I guess. Just knowing that it's out there is it's happiness. Yeah, Actually, it's probably I'm not just... the first time he's heard that joke, I'm guessing. Probably not. Ruffy's still mysteriously nothing. quiet when Rim Jones I'm actually on Twitter typing oh. <laughs> RJ City Rim Jobs. So while we wait for that, who Two minutes. Do, you, do you think Allison has a co-host? And if there is one, who do you think is her co-host? Who, who feels like her co-host? She's Bono. There is no co-host. Yeah. 
the fact that they were even suggesting that Daniel was a co-host. Like, first of all, he's half the time not even there. But if she did have a co-host, I would feel like it's Tony. But then, yeah. like, now he's not even there. But I feel like he's like not a co-host. What's like half of co? <laughs> An O-host? He's like harshly. But yeah, mm. you're right. She was like Bono. She's she, this is her. It's her show. It's Allison's show. Thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. First of all, he's not RJ City on Twitter. He's RJ City One. Mm. Soup's lame. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2018, that's just embarrassing. David, oh fuck, the kids are home. <laughs> uh, David Arquette tweeted, and I don't want to leave RJ City One out. So BJ City is a much better name and makes sense since that's how you pay your bills. And RJ City replied, RJ actually stands for rim job. But if <gasps> your love making is anything like your acting, you probably overdo the basics to a critically poor reception. Whoa! <laughs> Leave David Arquette alone. Oh, oh. I think they're friends. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, we could go back to the nudie suit, which you left everybody on a cliffhanger on that one. But what was the cliffhanger? How do I feel about nudie suits? Oh, yeah, because you didn't reply in the. I, yeah, I didn't reply in the first two minutes. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I immediately gushed, and then posted a picture of me wearing a. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need to know about your gushing, Lisa, for the love of God. This is a family show. It is not, but yes. Okay, I won't. Well, that is uh, riveting, and... I love David Arquette. Anybody else? Just Um, you. I think... I don't have a hatred of him, but something about his face bothers me. Oh, I I can see that. But there's nothing unlike... I think he's fine. Okay. Can I I say something? So all of that gold about David Arquette and RJ City is just going to be lost. Yeah. Lisa, can I say something real quick? Yeah. That's all. Oh, yes. It's almost game time, baby. Yes. Free gaming, baby. Leftover left Wedding second? Pacifico. Oh, I had a couple of Pacificos yesterday with my uh, Taco de Papa. So good. Nice. Rafi, are you having a second beverage yet? I'm too lazy to go downstairs. Oh, <laughs> that's what the kids' legs are for. And arms. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They can they can open a fridge and scale some stairs for you for Papa Rafi. Lauren is for. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys have been go- going out long enough now. That ship has sailed. JK. No, she's the best. She brings me she surprise beverages all the time, and I'm like, oh, thanks. I didn't expect that. She's an awesome person, and she's always going to be. So you're lucky. Hang on to that, like dear life, which is not far away. Dear life. Dear- <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a Seinfeld reference that I just completely botched and no one will need to know about it. All right. This is a banner episode for a few reasons. Jackie is back. She's had a kid. I love that she is having this experience that I think all most of parents have had is that it's like the hardest, most trying, most stressful, but yet most gratifying things that you'll ever do in your life. It's fucking horrible, but also it's magic at the same time. It's like, I don't know how that's possible. You do forget how hard it is to raise a newborn. I've had baby fever now for a little while. I really would love, but I think it's because my ovaries are like, they've been on their way out for a few years. And I think it's like, so I think because they're like dying, they're like, you know, just like one more. Give me talk about hanging on for a day of your life. Yes. (laughs) So they're facing grim death as we speak, but you know, so I think that's part of it. And also 
you know, my kids are getting older and need me a little less, but they also need me so much more in some other respects. So I don't know. Maybe I need to get a new kitten. I need something to take care of. A new man to take care of. I don't know. No, maybe not. That always backfires. But anyway. Your next man will take care of you, Lisa. Oh my God. I so want what, and we'll get to this, what Tony has. Apparently... And I like how they're like, oh, yeah, it's like that in the beginning. It's like, no, if you have two nice people, it's possible for two. There are nice people out there. But for some reason, they attract the wrong people. And people show you who they are right away. And for some reason, you just keep on dating potential, marrying potential, marrying the what ifs, the words, not the actions. But mm. This is something that can happen. You can meet someone that it's like also nice and wants to treat you the same way that you want to treat them. Like, wow, what a concept. And I feel like the two of you are showing me good, positive displays of relationships that it's something attainable. And I do feel like maybe I deserve it. I don't know. I'm hoping that I let myself, I let it happen. <laughs> so we went from uh, parenting to relationships, but having a newborn, it's scary and uh, you do get the forget seized. Having a newborn, it sucks, but it, it, it ends. And I think having the second kid you're reminded that like, yeah, don't worry. This newborn part leaves so you can like enjoy it a little bit more. I wonder if they will have a second kid. I'm sure that's all people are going to ask them now. And it's going to be maddening. We left off though, talking about how you need yes. a good person to treat you like a freaking princess for the rest of your life. Oh yeah. Let's get, let's get back into that. <laughs> I, here's the thing. Like I am such a giver and it's really hard because I attract takers. So or people that say one thing and do another and it's like it's hard it's just hard also having like low self-worth but I'm trying to like I need to like rebuild that and then I think then I'll be open to like being in a better you know or knowing when to like call it call it say no <laughs> when it's bad I think you know yeah. damn well dear god okay well at least it recorded probably mostly of what what you guys were saying <laughs> I can't believe you're plugged into ethernet and this is happening that makes I know no sense it's craziness so what are your thoughts on Tony's new gal uh, and the whole story? Megan, you go first. I am so, so this is the part that got cut out before. I'm so happy for him. I went, I immediately went on his Instagram because I remember seeing a picture of him at a baseball game with someone that came up on my feed. And I was like, what is this situation? But right. I wasn't that invested. I just like went my past it. But then I went to both of their feeds. She seems like a really sweet person. I mean, she just has that face that says I'm a sweet well gal. And they have both been divorced and they're rushing into this like a bunch of lesbians. But I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I have a feeling that like, you know, they're in their 40s. They know what this is. You know, they know that this is different. They are experienced enough in life. To know that they have something special and I'm so happy for him. And she seems so sweet and he, yeah, he deserves the best. He's a sweetie pie. I couldn't agree more. And I love, like, when you know something, fucking rush into it. Like, you, if you see something different, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you see something different than you're used to and this is, like, so good, like, all guards down, go for it. I don't know. Like, why not? Life's short. I don't know. I do think it's crazy that she was a fan and that he was sniffing around her Instagram and that's how they, you know, actually ended up meeting and that she moved here. Like, that's a lot. That's awesome. 
Yeah. yeah, I just feel like they were in love and they knew it and she probably had nothing to lose, like probably has no kids. Maybe she was like mad about her job or she can work, rem- work remotely. And she's like, fuck it. We're in our 40s. We're divorced. We know what we have. Let's do this. Yes, I I love it. I'm so happy for him. And finally, like he is a good guy and he's somebody that you want to see happy and he deserves it. I do think, though, it makes sense to me, the like instant connection of it all because it was based on that obscure wrestler and just imagine like if you happen to click on a story where like you're in his position or whatever and you're whatever whatever case this would be like and they were they followed Alice and Rosen as your new best friend like that's that's pretty freaking specific and they so it's it's cool that they had that like thing to a reason to connect because I would connect with someone if I if I didn't know them and saw that they followed Allison. I do have to say, though, this says a lot about Tony, because when he's tagged in someone's stories, he sniffs around their Instagram and see who's there's following. And apparently none of us were of interest to him. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that. I'm like, I thought about that. I'm like, oh, he would have had to not only go into her profile, but like yes. see who she follows. Yes, which is a little bit like creeper, but like not in a bad way. Like I'm wondering. I'm wondering why he does that. That's yes. Well, yeah. actually, on Instagram, if you go to someone's oh, uh, yeah. page right at the top by their bio, it'll say sometimes like if they're followed by or someone or something. Yeah, like someone in common. Oh, like mutual so, follows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes so sense. it's not like he was like scrolling through the 300 pages that she follows. Was he? But he could have. I mean, the fact that he, yeah, and it seems kind of like that he says it was innocent, but it's like, obviously there was interest there to like pursue further and to message her, like to go out of his way to do that. It's like, okay. Yeah. I'm just super, super happy for him. Like, finally, finally, he deserves it. Yeah. It was, it was nice to hear him. You could tell he was beaming. Yes. He was you upbeat know. and happy. I feel like, I feel like he could have kept on talking about it. Like he wasn't done. He was just like, this is so, and like yeah. for him to talk about his personal life, I feel like he's pretty closed off on that. And like, for, he was like all of this stuff, like, okay. Pretty yeah. Cool. He was uh, acting a little bit withholding understandably. Cause it has been so fast. And I'm sure he just doesn't want to be like, we're in love. We're talking about marriage and kids. It's been three months. Like you don't want to be that person. I've been that lesbian that was like trying to play it cool when I was super duper in love after like three months. But I could tell he was withholding and just like his head over heels with this person, obviously. Yes. Agreed. Okay. I have like a few topics, but Megan, what else from Thursday that you want to talk about? Oh, I just, I don't know if I was just still reeling off a really good mood, but I loved this episode. I even think I liked it better than the last Jenna Al episode, which is a lot to say. I, me and Rafi have been connecting about like how we miss Jackie in the recent past, I started listening to like Natch Butte after she hadn't been on Allison for a while. And then after she was having guest hosts on Natch Butte, I kept on checking back to see when she was going to be back on because I didn't really care about the guest hosts. And then finally, she got back on. So I'd already heard the birth story on her podcast. I already heard like I'd been keeping up with her now. I just love her. I think she's amazing. And I just loved hearing her back on this podcast and then with Tony too talking about his stuff. And then with the congrats to us on the top of the episode, I'm like, "Mm, I feel like this is a, like you said, a banner, a banner episode, but I love, I I love Jackie. It was all, it was all good. There were so many great points. It was enjoyable the whole time. And I think I do like it better than, than the, the aforementioned episode you were talking about. I was like, yeah, this was an enjoyable episode. It kind of felt like the old days. 
yeah, Jenna and Al episodes are hard to beat when it comes to like it just True. feeling like home and feeling like it's back to like it's prime. But yeah. um, I also love how Jackie just like breaks into full fledged cry like at a fucking drop of a hat. Literally thought gets... she was kidding, and then it was like, oh no, this is real. Yeah, but like it obviously means the world to her. Yeah. So I thought that was super sweet. And then hearing about Chooch was really hard. Yes. And I was, it's, it's fu- funny, not funny, but whenever I hear anybody that's like super dog person and they're pregnant, I'm like, oh, shit's about <laughs> sorry, to change. dog. <laughs> yeah. Like things are going to change. And I think for most people, it does. I think some people it doesn't. I think with Allison, it didn't really seem to, but maybe she has a different connection with uh, her dog now than she did before. I don't know. But yeah, it definitely changes. You definitely see it for what it is where you're like, oh, that's my pet. Like I've been putting all of this on to it because I'm missing this one thing. And maybe if you don't ever get that one thing, like you'll always have that as your baby. Like it's fine. But like at a certain point, you're like, oh, right. Like I had that and I was like, oh, I can't yeah. do this anymore. And um, and the dog became a dog and it just and it's fine. But like it's sad for Chooch. It is. That's one of the reasons why I feel like I actually never want to have kids is that the way I feel about my dogs, I can't, ima- I, w- I don't want to love something more than that. Like if I'm <laughs> actually going to love something more than my dog, I'm just yeah. going to be walking around like a raw, open nerve all the time. Yes. It would be yeah. too much love. I can't, yeah, I can't operate is. that way. <laughs> it is too much love. And like the worry, because like, Imagine if you had to raise the dog and then send it out to be like no. a dog on its own. No. Like ugh, we would so we would live on a commune, they would be yep. homeschooled. I can't imagine it. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. It is a lot. Well, Rafi, is the dog a, is the dog of the a dog in your house? Well, a few episodes back, I can't remember exactly when we were talking about your soul dog or whatever. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. And I I also got to meet Megan's dog during the wedding. And when we returned home, I was telling Lauren, I think my sole dog was Chloe. Mm. I could see that. I could totally see that. Um, You had a special connection. Yeah. And so as much as I like the dogs that we have, they're they're dogs. You know, They're, they're cute at times and they're fine, but. You know, I'm, I I don't. There are no Chloe. I'm not attached. <laughs> exactly. Ouch. <laughs> but you can't help who you're connected to or what you're connected to. But yeah, I a dog is a dog. Sorry, dogs. Just kidding. Um, all pets. They, they just become pets and it's fine. It's just part of life. It um, just breaks my heart to imagine Chooch because she's such a little, she is such a little sweet baby. And yeah, after 12 years of being a child. Yes. And now I it's can... like you're out on your... You're out on your ass, kid. Yeah. So she's going to have a bark mitzvah. Will you be invited, Megan and Jess? I hope so. Do you think Allison will actually go to this? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. I could totally see her wanting to go to this and then deciding that she doesn't want to and not going to. I could see, I could see both. <laughs> what are the odds that she's actually going to ever see Tony play? No, she's never going to see Tony yeah. play. Did you go see Tony play a couple nights ago at the Federal? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I kind of forgot about it. I wouldn't have been able to anyway. Just kind of. Yeah. I don't think I would have went anyway, but I've been working until like seven or eight at night. Getting up. It's kind of late. I'm all partied out, man. I need a breather. Yes. Yes. So I hadn't drank for over a month when I went to your wedding. It was my first time. 
in a very long time. And then I didn't drink again after that for like a whole week until this weekend. I'm like, okay, this feels good to like slowly just drink on the weekends, keep it slow. But I have been feeling like, yeah, I just need to like hermit. I think some hermit time. And I didn't even plan a wedding. I've just been through a lot emotionally, but I feel like we're all kind of emotionally drained in one way or another. Mm, yeah. Just needing a break. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else from Thursday? Megan? Oh, let's see. Tony, Jackie. I want to know what Rafi thinks about hearing Jackie back on because we have both mm. a very high, highly mutual love for Jackie. And also, Rafi, what do you think about it becoming a lifestyle podcast? Well, I also listened to Jackie's birth story episode and the one after that also because she had uh, the tarot reading lady. Uh, what's her name, Megan? Lynn, someone Cooperman, Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie Cooperman. Yeah, she had Lizzie Cooperman on, so I listened to both of those. Big fan of Jackie, and I'm glad she was on the Thursday show and in person. And for the first time in a long time, it felt like this is the Thursday show because yeah. Jackie and Tony have known each other, and like they're comfortable around each other, and they all know Daniel and Allison and stuff. They all know each other. So it was like the first time in a very long time that I feel like this is what the show used to be. So I did enjoy that. And as far as Natch Butte becoming a lifestyle show, I kind of feel like it always was that. But maybe because it was more like a makeup-y kind of thing, she limited the convo more. But in my experience, I'm not like, I've never, you know, I haven't listened to every episode. But I feel like it kind of was that already so i think now just like putting that title on it is probably gonna free her up a little bit more but yeah i haven't I she, really yeah. noticed any difference just you speaking about how it feels like you know the chemistry was there and stuff her and allison were so good about like digging for the tony details and he's like what do yeah. you want to know and they're like um i don't know everything, everything. <laughs> i'm just like oh these two they're like really good friends and i i liked it a lot they are, and I, I do, I can so agree with the fact that this just felt like a good episode. And I think because Jackie always brings it, first of all, but because Tony's happy, he was in a good place. A lot of times he feels like distracted or kind of like not a part of the show. I just felt like his energy super added to that. Like it was just a very good show. Even like the Daniel and Allison bickery stuff was kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, they're just all in good moods. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Maybe it's part of being in person. I mean, there's so many things, but... That's true, know. too. That's true, too. Yeah, it definitely... The energy is better when everyone's in person. Oh, my gosh. I have to go so soon. I have one yes. more thing about okay. Thursday. Go. Okay. Her baby getting COVID and having oh, an insane temperature. Lisa, what would that have been like if that I happened to you? Can't even imagine. I mean, there are already so many things like get them getting sick, but like that would be so scary. I would be so scared. Just fearful. Like, first of all, you have to take care of yourself. Now you have to, now your baby is like fresh to the world and 103 temperature and it's COVID. Like, it just, I think I'd be so just fucking scared like she said that was like one of the hardest things she's ever had to live through and it's i can, I can imagine it was pretty traumatic yeah she's probably thinking is her baby gonna die like every day yes. and like how can you sleep especially because your baby can't breathe i mean oh god no yeah she kept saying he couldn't breathe i'm like what <sighs> what the fuck that's wow and i didn't think that babies got like i or at least anecdotally i was like oh you know babies their immune system is doing all this stuff 
they'll be fine, I guess, was like the consensus I thought about the risk of COVID or like the risk of the severity of COVID. So that was pretty humbling and sobering to hear that that it got bad. Yes. Oof. She made it through. And like, that's like what you said, like, I love about hers. Like she's got like, she comes on and she's always like in a happy mood and she's always good. But it's like, you just went through some major shit, but she still comes in with like, she's so honest She's upbeat, like everything about her, like she's definitely, you know, I've had some negative things to say about her in the past. For some reason, she's just really grown on me. Yeah, she just puts it all out there. Yeah. I think it's good for Allison's show. Like Allison's show is about like whatever is going on inside, it's it's gonna it's gonna be on the podcast. And Jackie's just like transparent putting it all out there. It's about her life. She does not care. She just needs to be on more. I think we need to have that more. I agree. Even Allison needs to have more, you know, transparent people on. I don't know. Fair. Um, Before I get... I'm just kidding. Yeah. Before I get going, can I... Just, do you want to talk to the Allison people? You're trying to find the game? Uh Uh-oh. Let me worry about that. Jess has just said very, very flattering and wonderful things about the Allison people, and I want her to get the opportunity to... I'm definitely putting this on you, Mrs. Moxkey. I'm sorry. What am I doing? Um, (laughs) You're talking to Lisa, and you're talking about the appreciativeness of meeting all them and stuff. Oh, and the Thursday episode, if you feel so inclined. Hi, oh, hi. hello, welcome to the show, Mrs. Other Mrs. Moxky. Moxky, oh, I said you. it wrong. Did I say it right the first time? I think I said it right the first time. Moxky, yeah, you Moxky. are right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I just I didn't get a chance to say it in my vows, and I think I did drunkenly corner like a good handful of people yes. during the wedding. But you know, one of the things I love most about Megan is her impeccable taste in people. And I have yet to meet a friend of hers that isn't like immediately one of my friends. And that applies to all of the Allison folks. Like it was incredible to get to meet all these people that I hear so much about all the time. And all of you are truly like cream of the crop humans. And it was just, it was such a blessing to get to see everyone. And I know that I can't believe that I hadn't met Lauren before. Like it it's, feels that's so weird to me. Yes. It feels like I have, even though I know I did not. So that was Dr. Jen, you met Lauren. Dr. Jen. Well, oh, Dr. Lauren, Lauren. Lauren was in your apartment. Lauren oh, was in my apartment. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. Dr. Jen. Yes. yes. Dr. Jen, I also felt like I had met before. I hear so much about Dr. Jen and everyone, and it's always good things. It's just like, I feel so lucky. I feel like I inherited like a super cool friend group that was pre-vetted by, you know, the love of my life who, again, impeccable taste in people because all of her friends are delightful and I just feel really lucky. Well, the feeling's mutual. I feel like you're a wonderful person and I love seeing your love together. Just like everything. It's just, it's been, what a great, great experience. (laughs) Oh, and we love you. You guys are so, so <laughs> sweet. I'm so happy to have you guys in my life. I'm so thankful that Megan has you guys in her life. And as she mentioned before, I'm on my period. So I'm going to hand this thing back. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> Prayers and thoughts. This is a lot for me right now. Oh, thank you. I know, honey. <laughs> Lisa said thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> you guys yeah. haven't synced up? I thought we were getting close, but no. Rubble in paradise. Just kidding. And <laughs> I thought that that was like kind of a myth. But when I went to see my gyno a few weeks ago, she's like, oh, have you guys like synced up yet? And I was like, I thought that was something that junior high schoolers said to each other as like a joke. But I guess it's a real thing. <laughs> I, I hear it's a myth, but I, I find it happens often. Yeah. My so. doctor, my gyno, uh, it, she knows all. Source. 
he's a vagina expert and she <laughs> apparently it's a real thing well should we i can save our jamos until next week little rafi should we uh sign off you guys can yeah, keep on sure. going without me if you are uh, rafi do you have anything else you wanted to talk about no <laughs> if there's anything else we'll bring it up next week how about that okay all right uh, if you'd like to be on the show go to the facebook group because i just posted a schedule for october we've got a couple of available dates to uh have you in, uh, included into this fun to talk about allison well and follow the show wherever i don't know if you're not a new listener whatever i don't know well rafi where can we find you don't bother <laughs> super fan megan where can we find you find me at megan moxkey at instagram i love that i love love and i love that you found it yours is coming lisa and you and you will be pop you will be pampered you will not lift a finger for no man mm. you mm. hear i hear yeah. do i need you to vet them first yes you've okay. heard about my impeccable taste i have <laughs> i need to send them your way first I mean, honestly, Larry is like on the top of my list. We (laughs) might need to break up that marriage because he deserves better too. (laughs) Oh my God. Truer words. Truer words. All right. Well, this has been a great show. Thank you guys so much for joining us at joining me, us. I don't know. Fuck. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you. And tag Tony, apparently. Just kill it. Bye. (laughs) Every time. I love you guys. Love you. Go Pack Go. Don't know when I've been so blue. Don't know what's come over you. You found someone. And don't it make my brown eyes blue I'll be fine when you're gone I'll just cry all night long Say it is all Say anything, but don't say goodbye. I didn't mean to treat you bad. Didn't know just what I had. But honey, now I Brown
why am I listening to this? It's not particularly funny. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. 